0: Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Joe Riccardi, a pastor from our Lincoln Park location, and today is Wednesday, May 13th. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would help add even a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we have created The Daily Cut, where we're posting a short devotional every day. So we do hope you'll join us and enjoy listening. This is The Daily Cut, and I'm Joe Riccardi. It really is good to be with you. I hope you're doing well. I know it's a tough season, some much tougher uh, than uh, for others of us, but do pray God is keeping you and sustaining you and uh, really hoping this weather kind of changes. I know it's supposed to be beautiful today, and it was beautiful yesterday, and hopefully uh, we'll be getting some normal spring-like temperatures here real soon. So today we're continuing in a new series that we started on Monday on the Spiritual Disciplines. And I'm excited about this one, as I have been excited about all that I've seen uh, so far. Uh, and I hope you are too. Trevor Lovell kicked it off with an intro to the Spiritual Disciplines and also talked on the practice of journaling. And Noah Chung shared yesterday on the Spiritual Discipline of Retreat. Please take a listen to those two if you haven't already. But this week, um, or but today I'm going to continue to explore this subject and today i want to hit the subject of scripture memory which i'm super excited about it's something i've been passionate about for i don't know maybe 10 maybe 12 13 years now and i'm hoping today's uh, time with you will be a blessing to share what i see from scripture on um why we should be memorizing scripture, why scripture exhorts us to uh, memorize the word, but then also how it's been a blessing to my life. So what is scripture memory you may ask? Well, that's not a tough one. It's a pretty easy one. As you might guess, it's the memorization of verses in the Bible. No surprises there, but it doesn't end there. It's more than that. Anyone can learn to memorize, but for scripture memory, to be pleasing to God, and beneficial to our spiritual transformation, and after all, isn't that what each of these are? These spiritual disciplines—they're means of grace that God has given to us in order for our hearts to be tra- transformed more and more into the likeness of Christ. Right? We we want scripture memory. We 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 participate. We endeavor. To lay hold of God's memory, God's word through scripture memory so that our hearts might be moved. We're asking God to help us memorize. Yes, oh Lord, help us. Absolutely. But even so, we're saying, Lord, change my heart as a result of what I now have stored in my mind. There is such a power, friends, in the spiritual life for actually knowing God's word not just maybe paraphrasing some sentiments we know about God. So so just for example, right? Maybe, maybe you're praying and you're by yourself praying or you're praying with some friends and you say, thank you, God. Oh, I thank you, God, today for your grace. We thank you for your grace. True, good to pray. But how much more powerful when we can recall, Lord, thank you that you have promised in your word that you are full of grace, like we read in Ephesians 2.7, so that in the coming ages, he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. Right, there it is. You have Ephesians 2.7 memorized. God, thank you that you promise of the riches of your grace and kindness towards us. So that's what we're doing. Now we're praying back to God, that which he has revealed to us in his word, the promises he has given to us, to sustain our faith. And we need to know those promises, right? We need to have them memorized. We just can't just go to Google all the time and say, where does God say this? I have a lot of favorite verses, if you know me. And one of them that best explains what I'm talking about here is in 2 Peter 1, verses three and four, where Peter writes, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence here you go verse four by which he has granted to us his precious and very great promises so that through them you may become partakers of the divine nature you see that god has granted his precious and very great promises So that through them, we may become partakers of the divine nature. Well, we need to know those promises. How do we know them? Well, it sure helps to have them memorized, to be clinging to them, right? You see that? As opposed to just having some vague understanding of where they might be, or maybe it's something you've heard. So let me just highlight a few places in Scripture where we can infer the author is calling us. To memorize God's word. Obviously, this is not exhaustive. I just really want to show um, maybe three or four places here. Psalm one nineteen eleven, the psalmist says, "I have stored up your word in my heart, that I might not sin against you." So, what was a primary way for the psalmist not to sin against God? He brought to his mind. The word of God. It was treasured in his heart. So that's how he battled the attacks of the enemy. Even Jesus says it in Matthew 4 4 when the devil is tempting him. But he answered to the devil, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth against from the mouth of God. Right? In our fight against temptation, what do we see from Jesus? How did he combat the devil? He didn't say, just get away, devil, leave me alone. But he brought the word of God to the devil. And so just like me and you will be confronted and attacked by the devil. How do we defeat him in our moments of temptation? By reciting the word of God back to him. That's what Paul tells us as well in Ephesians 6 when he says that there's that great chapter uh, on, our, on our, our battles are not against flesh and blood, but against the spiritual forces of evil in the dark places, right? And so what does he say in Ephesians 6, 17, and 18? As as one of our armors against the, uh, the schemes of the devil, he says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So the word of God is your offense against the devil right? It's what you use to be on the attack against him. It's not passive here. And so the word of God, so we need to have that known and in our hearts and treasured, praying at all times in the spirit, with all prayer and supplication. And then Colossians three sixteen is one of my favorite verses. Paul says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Again, what does Paul envision when he says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, right? He's envisioning that it's in our minds. We have it stored in our minds and thus it goes to our heart. And that's how it dwells in us richly. So anyway, those are just some verses I hope have been helpful to show you the scriptural support for the discipline of scripture memory. So how do you get started, right? These disciplines are for us to practice. They require effort on our part, right? It's not going to happen if we do nothing. Journaling, you have to pick up a pen and you have to have a book, right? Um, Retreat, you have to go someplace. Um, What about scripture memory? Well, you have to memorize scripture. You have to open up the Bible. I once was encouraged To start memorizing verses that would help you in whatever battle you may be facing now. So, for example, in this season right now, you are struggling with peace. That's not a hard one to imagine right now. With all that's happening in our world, job loss, death, um, so much sadness, you're struggling with peace, right? Isaiah 26.3. You keep him in perfect peace. Him whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. God, thank you that you promise in Isaiah 26.3 to keep in perfect peace. Him whose, mind, him whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Help my mind to stay stayed on you. God, help me to trust in you. Or you find yourself anxious with so much uncertainty. Where are you to go? Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus, right? You're tempted. So we have a command, don't be anxious. But then Paul tells us, but in everything by prayer and supplication, and then God promises us and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds. God thank you for that promise in Philippians 4, 6 and 7. So now you have these stored up in your mind. So when you get tempted to be overcome by fear or anxiety, you keep saying them back to God and you say them to yourself. That's what it is to preach your own very heart. Okay. I think there's memory value in memorizing one-offs, um, right? Verses from different books. I want also, I want also to say, of course, there's great. We must have the gospel memorized, right? It's so critical. Every Christ follower should have prepared to explain to someone the gospel, right? Where would you go right now if someone said, Tell me the gospel? Um, it's powerful, or or how do I trust in Christ? What's my hope? Right? I don't know of any greater verses to have memorized in Romans three, twenty-one through twenty-five. I'm not gonna say them all right now, but those are just uh five verses that um we should all strive to have memorized so we could explain to someone what God has done for us in Christ. Or, or, or someone wanted you to tell me that I think it's I think Campus Crusade. I was never a campus crusade guy because I wasn't a Christian in college. I never even heard of Campus Crusade in college. But in Romans, we read the Romans Road, Romans 323, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. You could tell that to your friend, that you could tell that to your your neighbor, your parent. Your brother, your sister, Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And then Romans 10.13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So you could, you you have that memorized, right? You could explain to someone, we've all fallen short of the glory of God and, and, and the wages of sin is death. But then you tell them in Romans 10, 13, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You could tell that to them. Call on the name of the Lord. So again, all helpful stuff, random one-offs, having the gospel memorized, uh, Romans 3, 21 through 25. I have to say Romans 8 is one of the greatest chapters in the Bible. That's a good one to have memorized. But I will also say, I guess going along with that, I have found such joy in pushing myself to memorize larger chunks of scripture, like a chapter. Like I just said, like Romans 8, um, uh, or even a book. You want to know a book in the Bible? You want to know God's word? Memorize a book. You know, start with the book of James uh, or, 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 or the Sermon on the Mount. It's not the whole book of Gospel of Matthew, but three chapters, right? Memorize all these words from our Lord. I will say it's not easy. It takes perseverance. I've gone through seasons where I've memorized tons of scripture and I've gone through seasons like I am now where I'm not memorizing and I'm, and I'm not pushing myself. And I think this podcast, I pray, is going to be used to restart me and get me going again. I'm memorizing chunks of scripture, but no, it will take work. It will take hard work. It takes. It's taken a lot of hard work on my part. So where could you go? Um, uh, to like Joe, get me started on it. Um, uh, methods, uh, you go to Google, put in Andy Davis, name, Andy Davis, um, uh, memorizes large chunks of scripture. He's a pastor in the, uh, Durham where Duke university is. And he's memorized, I believe even like the book of Genesis. And if you put in Andy Davis, Google or Google Andy Davis scripture memory, he has a real helpful, um, book you can get. One way for me is uh, I have to write it down, write the verse down while I'm memorizing it. Look at, open up the Bible and read that verse 10 times out loud and then close my Bible and then recite it 10 times with my Bible closed and then carry a card with me throughout the day. Maybe put a reminder on my phone three or four times throughout the day to remind me what's the scripture memory verse for the day and do that over and over again. And then once I have that down, go to the next verse. That's just the way I've done it. Um, so I hope that's been helpful, um, friends. I do. I we do need more Christ followers having God's Word memorized, knowing it. There's nothing that blesses me more when someone prays over me scripture. That's just a great way you could bless someone else too when you you pray over them scripture. So make it a goal as a Christ follower. If you memorize two verses a month, you know this time next year you'd have 24 verses memorized. That's a chapter. That that might be some, that is some chapters. If you went to Philippians or Colossians, a lot of those chapters aren't more than 24 verses. Um, And anyone could, I really believe most of us can do that. You can memorize two verses a month. Um, Keep pressing on and asking God, um, not just for head knowledge, because we know knowledge puffs up. First Corinthians 8, one says that but that your heart would be moved to love God, to know Christ and to follow him with greater passion. Amen. Oh, may God do this in your life and mine. I hope you got some encouragement from this podcast today. Amen. the Lord bless you, make his face to shine upon you. This is Joe Ricardi, and this is the Daily Cup. Blessings on your day until tomorrow when you'll hear from Lisa Bishop who will share on silence and solitude. Lord be with you.